Testing, testing. Still way too loud. Dang it, Jamie. Can you please come get Ellie? Okay, let's try this again. You're listening to the Neurodivergent Nurse, and I'm your host, Jamie. I'm a registered nurse who has ADHD. On this podcast, we will talk all things ADHD. I'm really just beginning to learn about this diagnosis and how to navigate through it. But I am so excited to take you on this messy and raw journey with me so that we can learn together. So let's get started. Just as promised, a new episode, a bonus episode for everyone of the Neurodivergent Nurse being brought to you this week as a big thank you for helping the Neurodivergent Nurse podcast get into the top mental health podcast in the United States. Now, if you're one of the Patreon for the Neurodivergent Nurse, you actually knew about this bonus episode that was coming out free for everyone, and you were given the show notes roughly a week ago. Now, I'm going to be honest, I'm on the road, so the sound quality may be a little off. There may be a little echoing. Regardless, I wanted you to have this information. Summer is right around the corner. If you live in the United States, the more that I dive into ADHD, the more I discover the difficulties of eating right, dieting, even losing weight and working out. So I wanted to come to you and talk to you today about how to lose weight if you have an ADHD brain. Imagine if you set goals of gaining weight and living an unhealthy lifestyle. If those were your goals, you'd do these things like many of us have, um, like eat food of all kinds available 24-7 and eat it often. You may eat to soothe emotions when feeling sad, anxious, or stressed out. You may eat to ease your boredom. You may eat when you just can't sleep. Or you may jump from one diet plan to another. Plans that restrict your food intake, make demands on your executive functioning, and that require you to record total food consumption, caloric intake, and even your daily weight. I didn't know it, but something else was affecting my lifestyle choices. And that was ADHD. Turns out that is a big factor for us with ADHD, with losing weight, keeping it off. This is a real struggle. It's because eating, especially healthy eating, requires tapping into executive functions. And honestly, that's just not a strength of those of us with ADHD. I mean, think about it. Deciding what to cook, having the right ingredients in your cabinets and fridge at all times, and planning and preparing a meal are a challenge with people with attention deficit. When people with ADHD feel overwhelmed, they skip meals or they chow down on fast food to avoid dealing with the executive challenges. The thought alone gives me anxiety. I don't know if you're aware, but one of the talents of people with ADHD brains is that we love to create, and it is no different for yours truly. I actually happen to have an Etsy shop. The name is Hope for Human Kindness, where my creations are up for sale, whether it's art on canvas, art on wine bottles, handmade door hangers by myself and my mom together. Head on over and check it out and see if maybe, just maybe, you want to bring some of that beauty into your everyday life as well. And again, the Etsy shop is 
hope for human kindness in his all one word. Now, go check it out before you forget and then come back and finish listening to this podcast episode. Hopefully, my husband does grocery shopping, which I genuinely hate to do. It's so cold inside of a grocery store. There's a lot of people. I hit a figurative wall when I'm shopping and I just want to go home. Not to mention, once I get home, the job's still not over. I then have to unload the groceries from my car and then unload them again once I get inside the house and put them all where they belong. Unless it's the fridge, but then the fridge is full and I have to clean out the fridge and wash those dishes that were in the refrigerator with the food that I just cleaned out. Unless I just threw out the containers. And to be honest with you, I also do that. And the list just feels like it could go on forever. Ugh, how did I stay sane before him? Oh yeah, I ate out almost every meal. Even the thought of planning food for the week is tough at times. When he's one who does all the shopping. How am I supposed to know today what I want to eat on Friday? Am I going to be in the mood for a salad or will I want pasta? Let's not get me started on eating fast food to avoid everything that I just mentioned. I also want to mention those of us with ADHD aren't always aware of how much food we actually eat. Many of us eat while doing another activity, whether it's watching television or driving. I especially do this whenever I study and read. So we lose track of the calories that we consume. Some of us even eat to find relief from stress, boredom, sadness, or just our racing thoughts. Several studies have shown those with ADHD are prone to obesity and find it hard to lose weight, which honestly is not surprising. You may not be aware of this, but poor sleep habits, which many people with ADHD struggle with, also often lead to weight problems. Sleep deprivation slows down metabolism, particularly that of carbohydrates. Your body holds on to fat, it burns fewer calories. As if that wasn't bad enough, when our bodies are deprived of sleep, a hormone called leptin decreases. This deficiency increases your appetite and makes you feel less satisfied after eating a meal or a snack, while another hormone called ghrelin rises, which increases your appetite. So what does a person with ADHD do if he or she or they want to eat a healthy meal and lose a few pounds? Well, I'm bringing a couple strategies to try to help you kickstart that. One, Spend one hour, just one hour every Sunday night or whatever is your start to the week or the night before your start to the week, planning your meals for that entire week. Schedule the times when you should eat. For example, let's say on Monday at 8 a.m., you're going to eat egg whites, a bagel, and a slice of cheese. At 10.30, you're going to eat an apple. At 1 p.m., ham and cheese sandwich with popcorn. A detailed schedule lets you list the ingredients that you're going to require for the week. Then you're going to want to post your schedule in the kitchen on a dry erase board. Two, make sure you eat breakfast and make sure it has lots of protein. If you skip breakfast, which is often me, it may lead you to have gone 16 to 18 hours without food. This sets off a cycle of conserving fat and lowering metabolism while increasing the craving for fats and carbs. Studies have shown that eating breakfast increases short-term memory and attention, which we could all use. If you include a protein source with your breakfast, grilled chicken, eggs, or plain yogurt, you're less likely to be hungry an hour after eating. Protein is brain food, and that enables the neurotransmitters in our brains to work efficiently. This boosts our memory, it helps our concentration and our attention. Number three, get the right amount of sleep to lose weight. If you're anything like me, then you may tend to associate sleeping with being underproductive, but That's really not the case. Proper sleep helps maintain proper hormonal levels like we talked about earlier, 
related to eating. It also keeps our metabolism running at a healthy rate, which allows our bodies to burn calories efficiently. Number four, plan stimulating activities when you feel bored. Many people with ADHD binge or impulsively eat at night. If you do, have three or four things written down that you can refer to when you start feeling bored. Some of these things can include working on an art project, which is one of my favorites. Call a friend. Take a short walk or run. Read an article or a book. Consider doing anything that stimulates or soothes you. The next one, number five. Slow down your eating and monitor how much you consume. Take a couple of deep breaths before a meal to calm down and to increase your mindfulness. Dish out a portion of your meal on a plate and walk away from the pot or pan, or if you're a southerner like me, casserole. You'll be more aware of how much you're eating if you have to get up for another helping. Put your fork or spoon down after each mouthful. Don't pick it up for another bite until you've chewed and swallowed your last bite. Pay attention to how much you eat while you prepare and cook your food. Trust me, I know it's tempting to snack while you cook, but don't lose track of how much you've consumed. Some people actually eat half a meal before they even sit down to dinner. If you do eat while fixing a meal, adjust your portion when you sit down to have that lunch or dinner. Number six, slim down the size of your plates and bowls. Studies show that the size of your bowls and the plates you eat from affects your perception of how much you eat. I strangely remember watching an episode of 60 Minutes or 2020 or some show like that one evening when they did a trial of this. People sat and ate soup while at a restaurant and somehow they made a bowl that would add more soup without the patrons noticing it. Well, they continued to eat unknowingly because it was there. So the solution is a no-brainer. Use smaller plates and bowls at home. A lot of people find that they aren't hungry anymore when they've eaten everything on their plate. Bigger plates mean more food and more calories. Those of us with ADHD often follow the seafood diet. We see the food, we eat it. I urge you to try something for when you go out to eat. When ordering your food, ask the waiter or waitress to put half of your meal into a to-go bag. Not only will you eat less, you'll also have leftovers. Number seven, make losing weight a group thing. Find a friend or significant other who has the same goals as you and lose the weight together. You can hold each other accountable. Friends tend to stick with a plan because they don't want to disappoint each other. If you can go beyond just getting a friend to do this with you, even put together a support system of people who understand how important it is for you to achieve your goals. Number eight, be honest with yourself. Know the foods you shouldn't buy because you overindulge. This has been my personal rule for years. Some may recommend buying a smaller package of your favorite treats. For example, regular size package of Oreos may be too hard for you to resist. So it, it would be smarter for you to just buy a smaller pack that contains fewer cookies. I personally just opt out of unhealthy snacks in my home altogether. I know how much I hate going to the store. So if I don't buy it when I'm out, then it's not likely I'll want it bad enough to make an additional trip. I'm sure you've heard, never go to the grocery store hungry, or you'll buy foods high in fat, sugar, simple carbs. Instead, write a list at home. Take it with you and stick to it. Be sure to stock your pantry with healthy staples like nuts, low-fat yogurt, high-protein cereals, lean meats, vegetables, fruits. If you use eating to stimulate yourself, chew gum instead when you have the urge. You will add sensory input without the unwanted calories. 
Losing weight is a challenge for so many people. Some days it's going to be harder than others to pull it off. Know that ADHD makes it more difficult to lose weight. Don't shame yourself for being overweight or having an eating binge. And I'm going to be honest, right now it is April 30th, 2021. 2020 was a rough year. I laugh about the pandemic pounds that I gained. Show yourself a little grace and continue to show yourself grace as you go through trying to get your weight under control. If you don't lose the weight at the rate that you expect to, don't give up on it. Be sure to use these tips and your support system to keep you on track. I believe in you and you can do it. If you would like to contribute to this podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the neurodivergent nurse, where you can get exclusive bonus episode, script of the show prior to the release, uncut video interviews of the guest, input on upcoming shows and ideas, and even more. Also, be sure to follow the neurodivergent nurse on Instagram and TikTok. And if you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to share it with someone that you think could also benefit from the neurodivergent nurse. And go ahead while you have time and while you're thinking about it and rate it and leave a review five stars on your favorite listening platform so that other people can find the show easily as well and i hope you have a wonderful week and i can't wait to talk to you again